Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Kaylee Shore is joining us. She's a singer, songwriter, and country music artist. She's been called one of the female artists who are changing the music game, a performing and recording artist. It's a great pleasure. How are you, Miss Shore? I am doing so great today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to have you on here. Thank you. Thank you. So, how would you describe the Kaylee Shore sound? Um, well, I grew up in Portland, Maine, which a lot of people ask me how I got into country music, being from up there. But, you know, there's there's a lot of love for that kind of music. And um, I grew up playing in a combination of rock bands and bluegrass bands, which is pretty much all you need to know about me. And I fell in love with country music at a time that, you know, Shania on the radio and Dixie Chick. And so I was always really inspired by girl power. But since, you know, I was playing in rock bands, I, that was a really big influence of mine, too. And on my most recent EP, Awake, I feel like I really found my groove with that. And I'm learning how to channel all of my influences into one cohesive sound that was still undeniably country. So you mentioned Shania Twain. Tell us about some of the other singers or bands that you love the most? Um, I've always been a really, really big Foo Fighters fan. I mean, I'm a big fan of anything Dave Grohl has ever done. And just, you know, like any song or band that, that puts a big emphasis on lyrics, that's really important to me because that's what drew me to writing songs. So I love I love Foo Fighters. I love Shania Twain, obviously the Dixie Chicks. Um, I'm a really big fan of Michelle Branch. And then as far as like, you know, the more classic acts that my mom was playing around the house when I was a kid, I love Fleetwood Mac and um, Tom Petty. So is your mom a big music fan? She is. Yeah. Like she was kind of my first introduction to to music. And, um, you know, she was always singing around the house. And whenever she was like, you know, asking me to do something or showing me how to do something like tying my shoes, she'd make up a song about it or if I had to clean my room, she'd make up a song. So I think that her kind of, you know, making up these funny songs to, um, you know, just around the house when I was growing up probably kind of influenced me to, to start writing songs for real. So tell us about what you were thinking, what was going on the first time you ever came to Nashville? Well, I was, um, I think I was 16 and I had had the amazing opportunity to meet this celebrity gossip blogger named Perez Hilton and he's such a big music fan and I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily know that about him but he found me on YouTube when I was 16 and just told me like you got to get to Nashville and so he bought me and my mom a plane ticket and took us down and set us up on some meetings and I just fell in love with it I always thought there was this really special kind of sparkle in the air that just felt so creative and you know even I just hit my five-year Nashville anniversary and I still feel that when I wake up and get to drive down music row and go write a song. Do you have a lot of friends in Nashville? I do. I do. I'm really lucky because the community of, of artists in Nashville is really amazing. And, and truthfully, almost everyone in the city has something in common with you already. So it's a really cool place to get to not just work, but also play and just meet people who are like-minded and creative. And, you know, everyone's really emotional, but that's a really cool dynamic and most of my best friends are artists, and it's, it's really fun. I wish I was there, but I'm hoping you can tell us about the first time you were ever at the Grand Old Opry performing. 
Oh, that was like such an amazing experience. I mean, that's a huge bucket list moment for me. So to get to check that off at 23 was such a blessing. And, you know, I thought I was going to have to wait quite a, quite a while longer, but I found out about it when I was driving home from a show in Chicago on the CMT Next Women of Country Tour. And I got a call from my publicist and he said, Hey, Kaylee, what are you doing March 31st? And I said, I don't know. Why? And he said, because they want you to play the Opry. And I immediately started crying and I was so excited. I called my mom. We both cried and, and she came into town to see it. But it's just this energy when you walk in. Everyone's so excited and everybody knows it's your Opry debut, like all the workers and stuff. And they um, make you this custom like metal parking sign that says reserved for Kaylee Shore's Opry debut. And then they let you keep it at the end. So I have that hanging up in my living room. But for everyone from, you know, the, the security guard to the parking attendant to the, you know, band members, they're just so happy to be there and just they love the Opry and love preserving it. So it was just like I was so nervous but so excited. And then I just kind of melted away being around, you know, the whole staff. And I'm um, stepping in the circle. It was just like I felt like I'd hit. It felt like it hit me like I was running into a wall, just like the energy of all the history there and, and all the great suits that stood there. And it was it was the best day of my life. <laughs> that is so cool. I'm curious, when you have an experience like that, like walking onto yeah. the stage, is that something that is at all intimidating or are you completely confident? No, it's absolutely intimidating. I mean, you kind of want to have the balance where you're like, okay, I do deserve to be here. Someone thinks I should be. Don't freak out too much, but it's also definitely, it's really humbling at the same time. And there's a lot of nerves. I mean, I, I will always say that the second time playing the Opry was the best time because it meant that I hadn't screwed it up and I got invited back. So <laughs> that was a really, really cool moment. And something about Nashville is if you're a music fan, you have the chance of sometimes meeting people, not only music stars, but also, oh my gosh, this is a legendary record producer. Oh, oh, this is the girl, or this is the guy who wrote that song I love. Has there been anybody that you've met that you would say you were especially in awe of? Yeah, I mean, I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of really amazing people, and I think most recently, the one that really stopped me in my tracks was Shania Twain played a concert in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena, and I work with the same booking agency as her, and she is so amazing and so aware of, you know, how important it is to foster young female artists in country. And so she had her agent put together a group of, of all the young girls who are represented by that agency. And they, she had like a little pre-show drinks reception for us and just gave us a pep talk. And we all did a toast and just got to kind of absorb, you know, the Shania Twain, you know, energy and all of her you know, just wisdom from being who she is. And um, after we got to like take pictures with her and talk with her, and I actually went as her for Halloween last year. Um, the all leopard outfit from the, that don't impress me much video. So that really, really stopped me in my tracks. And she was just everything I wanted her to be. And it's just been, that was really, really incredible. And that was just a couple weeks ago. I saw that costume. I have to say you nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So what is it like when you meet somebody at one of your shows, you're performing, and somebody comes up to you and they say, oh my gosh, your music, I just, I wake up in the morning or I'm at the gym, I'm listening to Kaylee Shore. I love you. What, do, what is that like for you? 
I mean, it's amazing because I had so many artists that were that for me growing up, and so I never take that for granted. And there's, you know, been a lot of especially cool stories surrounding my song Fight Like a Girl because it, it just connected with people. And so I've heard some really incredible stories that took that song to a different level for me because it was things I couldn't imagine. Like, there was this one, I went by a radio station one time and they played a call they'd gotten from a listener after they heard Fight Like a Girl. And it was a woman in the um, in the military who had, she said that she listened to Fight Like a Girl every day and every night before she went to bed to kind of give her the confidence and the courage to like wake up and spend another day in Afghanistan. And it was just like the most emotional thing. And obviously I started just crying my eyes out, but stuff like that. I mean, I'll never, ever take that for granted. Hmm. Wow. Now, there's a lot of things in music that you're involved with, from being a performer, being a recording artist, a singer, writing songs yourself. Would you say that there is a part in music that you're the most passionate about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I moved here to write songs, and that's always been my number one passion. And You know, I, I grew up being kind of insecure about my voice because I don't have an especially, you know, big, belty stop being attractive kind of voice but I always knew I wanted to write songs I wrote my first song when I was six years old and I just fell in love with it and always used it as a outlet for my energy and a way to express my emotions and turn something that might not be the best thing into something you know tangible and, and you know that felt really amazing for me young age so just getting to you know release songs I write and have cuts with other artists I mean that's like my happy place and that's my favorite part of all of it, it just reminds me to stay centered and, and keep moving forward. Do you write more by yourself or more with other songwriters? Um, I write a good bit by myself, especially as of recently, but there's such an amazing community of writers and producers in Nashville that collaborating is just so, it's such a great feeling and really reinvigorates your love for, for writing and keeps it moving too. Because when you're writing by yourself, you can get writer's block. But if you're writing with two other people, you don't have any excuse to. <laughs> um, and so that's really cool to just kind of hunker down and really talk it through with someone else. And, you know, I had some writes this week where I was really vulnerable. And I met this amazing writer named Robin Collins. And we just sat down and I was like, I don't know you, but I'm just going to pour my heart out. And we walked away with this song that we were really proud of. And that was such a great feeling. And just reminded me why I love co-writing. Is there anyone you're dreaming of writing with that you haven't yet? Yes. Um, I'm a really big fan of Shane McAnally. I think he's incredible. He wrote one of my favorite songs, Alone With You by Jake Owen. And then Brandy Clark, she wrote Better Dig Two and has these incredible, incredible solo project stuff. She's just absolutely amazing. And I also am a really big fan of Cara Diagardi. She has a book about... Um, about being a songwriter and, and her success in the industry. And it just was such an inspiration to me when I was moving to Nashville. So writing with her would feel like a pretty cool full circle moment. What about just dreams in general? Are, are there any dreams that you have in mind that they have yet to come a reality, but you're working on making them happen? Yeah, I keep a to-do list slash goal sheet slash bucket list with me and, and I write things down as I as I see them and it's been really cool to check things off this year like I went on my first tour and I got to be in Teen Vogue last year so it was in my first magazine and playing the Opry obviously was at the top of the list 
I think so far, you know, I really want to do a full length album. I've done three EPs and I think that's something that'll get checked off pretty soon. So, you know, there's, there's a lot left to do. I'd love to play SNL. Obviously would love to win a Grammy as far as the big things, but I mean, truthfully, my, my real dream is to just impact people with the songs I write and, and be able to, you know, help people. So it's a journey and there's a lot of things I'd like to do, but I'm also really thankful for the things I have already done. Do you think that there are any misconceptions about Kaylee Shore? You know, um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm kind of an open book. One of the funnier things I've heard about me, though, is um, someone one time I heard through the grapevine that a person had said that I got the opportunities I've had because I come from a lot of money. And I laughed so hard because I grew up in the project just single mom and like hmm. wore Goodwill clothes and so kind of do to this day, you know, and people, sometimes people just, you know, they don't, they don't know and they talk and we've all done it. But that was like probably one of the funnier misconceptions because I was like, oh, wow, like they think I'm classy. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I still wear Goodwill clothes. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Yeah, you got to do it. Clarence Jack stuff, I'm telling you. <laughs> when you're not doing music, which I know takes up a lot of your time, mm -hmm. what kind of stuff do you do to unwind? Um, I have two dogs that I love, and I love hanging out with them and just kind of sitting on the couch or taking them out for, for a walk around my neighborhood. I really love yoga. Yoga has become a big passion of mine, and it's easy to do on the road because all you need is, you know, comfy pants and a yoga mat. And I can just, you know, post up outside the van and, and do it out there. And that's really lovely. I also, you know, I just love being outdoors. And whenever I'm back in Nashville and have the time, I mean, I get dinner with friends every night of the week just to, you know, work on those relationships. Because sometimes I disappear for a week at a time. And I'm like, I still love you guys. I'll see you when I get back. And I love cooking. I love, love, love cooking. And I'm a vegetarian. So there's a lot of fun ways to get creative with that. But that's typically what my week would look like if I'm not working. So here, I'm really going to put you on the spot. What is the best oh, place? <laughs> the best place to grab a bite in Nashville, according to Kaylee Shore. Oh gosh, there's so many amazing places. One of my favorite restaurants is there's this new place called Pearl Diver in East Nashville. That's really cool, and it's like almost like a tiki theme bar, but it reminds me of back home in Maine near the ocean. Um, even though we're landlocked there in Tennessee. And I also, um, there's this great vegetarian restaurant called Sunflower Cafe, and they've been open forever, like before it was even cool to be a vegan. Um, and their food is just so, so good, and you always feel good after you eat it, too. And they have beer. So it's like, you know, healthy and then a little, a little fun on the side, too. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is the best thing about being Kaylee Shore? Oh, gosh. Uh, let me think about that one for a second. You know, I just, I think I just get to do my dream job. I mean, that's really exciting. I also have no filter, so no one expects it of me. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to end my interviews very open-ended. Really, you can go anywhere you want here. I just want to give you the okay. stage. You can take the microphone. What would you say to anyone who's listening? Wow. Um, I mean, first of all, thank you for listening. I think that that's really nice that you sat there and you let me talk because that's really, really cool of you. And if I ever meet you, I will do the same thing. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think people probably listen to you because they enjoy your show and they enjoy the people you have on. So that's really cool. And so thank you for having me. 
Um, and stay tuned for more music. I'm about to go back in the studio and make what I think will be my favorite project I've ever made and kind of elaborate on my last DP Awake. And I'm very excited, and I hope that um, I get to see you guys soon on the road or um, be in your headphones. <laughs> well, one more question. It's another doozy. Yes. Who is Kaylee Shore? <laughs> Do I get to talk about myself as third person? That always feels that always feels funny. Um, you know, I am a. You know, I talked about a lot of it earlier, but I'm a daughter of a single mom. Who's the coolest person I know. I am rock and roll. I'm country. I am happy, <laughs> and um, I just I love what I do, and I hope that that always translates. Well, Kaylee, thank you very, very much for spending yeah. time with us. Oh, thank you. I don't have to wish you well because I know that you will do well. Oh well, thank you. That is so kind of you. Thank you for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. All right, until next All time. Right. Okay, have a good one. The Paul Leslie Hour is hosted, produced, and written by Paul Leslie for Lifestyles Entertainment and Media. The Paul Leslie theme song composed, recorded, and produced by Jeff Pike. Outro music composed, recorded, and produced by John Goodwin, originally appearing in the short film Malukas and Vulnerable Jelly Things. Please consider subscribing to the Paul Leslie Hour. And if you like us, give us a review. It'll help other people to find this content. All past interviews are also available on YouTube. For more information, you can visit thepaulleslie.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ThePaulLeslie. Thanks for listening. Be good.